Hello and welcome. I'm Christian Wolcott and welcome to the Avocado Cast. This is episode number four, Diagnostic VSD or Value Stream Design. So I was walking around the other day finding myself uh, on a shopping trip with my wife and we were walking in and out of stores and uh, she wanted to walk into The Gap. And so curious cat that I am, I followed her in, and I've been in the Gap before, so it's not like my first time there. But I was curious, it caught me, I don't know, maybe I was thinking about <laughs> this upcoming podcast, maybe I was thinking about things at large, I'm, I'm not sure, but I was curious where the Gap, where the name the Gap came from. And so I went out to uh, grab my cell phone, quickly did a, a, a you know quick search on the Gap, and found out that it was in 1969, it was started by a man named Don Fisher. Uh, Californian who was out there and working with some other folks who were working in the you know in the in the retail industry clothing and shoes and that sort of thing anyway there was an opportunity for him to come up and try out this idea of selling some more garments so he and his wife Doris um, you know came up with the name actually Doris is a person who was attributed with the name the gap and she named it the gap in reference to the generation gap so not, you know, that space between that group and this group. So it's the space between things. And in a lot of ways that aligns, at least in my mind, it aligns very nicely with talking about, the, you know, blocks of work. We have sections of work that are like kind. And then we have sections of work that sometimes have these spaces between them or gaps and in that space, or that space requires us to do something to link them, link our bits of work to each other. Otherwise, we have, you know, it's a bit of chaos, right? We have things that are related to each other, but disconnected. And that, that never works very well in business when we have things that are disconnected, except maybe over those folks who are doing, um, you know, R&D work in the innovation lab or something like that. They need to be over on their own island over there anyway. But what we're talking about in this episode is talking about value streams, those collection of processes that we currently do right now in-house. And we talked about that in the last episode. We talked about value stream mapping because that takes a look at both our current state and then what could we do to make improvements. Okay, so all those improvements at large, we know right? Because we're informed leaders. We know that those improvements are Kaizen. Every one of the improvements that we do is Kaizen. Kai, rapid change, Zen for the better. Those small improvements are Kaizen activities. Sometimes we know them as events. Sometimes they're just get it done. Other times they turn into larger projects. But that collection of events will get us from where we are now to something measurably, data-driven results, something better. But sometimes we find ourselves in conditions where we don't know what's next. There is a gap between where our current strategies reside, where the current business is placed, where we're moving, and, 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 and the missions that we serve in moving toward our vision. All of those strategies, there might be something new that appears before the horizon that helps still takes us toward our ultimate vision but it's something along the way something new pops up but we're not really clear how 
we're going to have a relationship with it, how we're going to bridge that, how we're going to bring those things aboard. And that's where the diagnostic value stream design, or VSD, comes into play. Now, the VSD, there's not a, not a great amount of, of books and literature out there because it's a bit of, you know, it, it's practiced far less than value stream mapping. Value stream mapping has been around for a while. It's tried and true. It works if you do it. You still have to do the work. There's a lot of heavy lifting that comes with value stream mapping. But value stream design is something different. It is typically escalated. It is typically required for senior leaders. It is almost uniquely a senior leadership. We'll even say it's a strategic piece of bridge work to incorporate things that we are not currently doing. Okay, so we don't have a current state. So value stream design oftentimes starts with just ideas. Ideas that are typically not in-house. They're not in play. They may not even be part of a written, current down, documented strategy. They're not part of the bowler. They're not one of the child projects that are related to one of the wigs. So what this is, this is a this is a different animal. It's a different variety of change. So just for, for the sake of understanding, we have, let's say on the left, on the left-hand column, we have two columns, left column, right column. On the left-hand column, we've got value stream mapping and everything that resides with it. Wonderful, powerful tool to make changes to business. Where the word Kaizen resides, rapid change for the better, improvements to process, maybe even creating some new processes, maybe eliminating some processes, but all, all in all, these are meant to design and infuse an injection of improvement into a particular value stream, into the business that has strategic alignments. There's already been needs that have been clearly articulated. Now, by contrast, on the right-hand side, we've got something called kaikaku, and I'll spell that for you. This is this is big Japanese word of the day. So it's K A I K A K U Kai Ka Ku, which means radical change. It's something that is entirely different. It is almost you know it is removed from our current state strategies, and in this area, in this new space. We have things that are currently been to date, perhaps unplanned. And we talk about that balance, right, between managers and leaders. Managers live in the world of the, of the of basically a lot, a lot of times, current state, the unplanned. And our goal, our strategic goal, is always to kind of get that pendulum to move more toward the planned. What's the standard? What's the target? What's the metric? Did we hit this? Yes, no. But in the world of VSD, of value stream design, we have things that are unplanned. Again, these are not at the horizon. They're not past the horizon. They're between us and the horizon. They're things that we previously have gone undiscovered as part of our mission. They're an island or a berg that's popped up, another ship that's crossing us, that offers conversations related to things like new products, Things, again, maybe we had not considered previously. There's been no discussion, no movement on this. New products, perhaps new equipment, and new equipment to get those new products, maybe in a new market or a new area. 
and then layer into that. Let's mix this into this into this combination here. Maybe there's new technology that gets whipped in with the new equipment and the new products and the new market and maybe new customers. Okay, or we could even add more complexity. Let's let's grab some grab a few more things here. We could talk about maybe it's a new location or we're expanding operations. Maybe it's here in the US, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's someplace else with new equipment, new products, new technology, new people, new markets, new customers. Or maybe it's even something more unexpected. Maybe it's about acquisitions. Maybe it's somebody out there who's been attracting attention we've been, we've been aware of for a while. Maybe it's a competitor. Maybe it's somebody new who is trying to, you know, somebody who's trying to break into the market that we currently serve with our product lines. Or maybe they're just really interesting what they're doing. Maybe their products, equipment, technology, and customers and locations are interesting for us to acquire. Or perhaps it's a merger. Perhaps it's a, you know, even odder, even weirder would be a, a merger. Are we being approached by someone? Or are we thinking of approaching someone else? Are we thinking of selling off a part of our business? Right? So the idea of radical change requires the use of a diagnostic value stream design. Again, a completely different animal. It assembles in similar ways. I'm not going to get into the nuts and bolts of all the details of it, but the strategic use of value stream design is really vitally important for, again, for senior leaders to understand. It's another tool for us to use. It'll help offer us structure for the conversation. It'll add some clarity in the very same way that that contrast between the as-is and the to-be offers. In this case, what we're talking about is the to-be. Since we don't have a current state, what is this thing? What does it look like? Can we make a list of the new markets and possibly the new customers with the new equipment, with the technology, the methods, What's the layout going to be like? You know, how, how much would we need to do? Do we have any idea? What, what sort of locations? How many? Is it one more location or is it three? If we talk acquisition, what sort of things are we getting involved with? How big is this? Over what time frame would this take place? And who does it involve besides us? Are there opportunities for us to outsource? Or maybe, maybe it's the opposite. I know I've had some clients over the, the last handful of years insource things that they were previously doing on the outside. Maybe part of the new diagnostic value stream design is to consider, well, what could we bring in-house? And what would that do to our safety, quality, delivery costs? What's that going to do to our structure? What is that going to do to our management system? Do we have the capability of doing that? Do we have the bandwidth right now? When do we want to make a decision on this, whether or not this is worthy?
how are we going to rate this? You know, leaders, again, for us to be strategic thinking and strategic minded, need to be able to consider and clarify what is the purpose of this new element. Does this fit with our current vision, mission, values? In what ways? Or if it doesn't, again, trip to the store, what's the gap? What's the difference? Are those things something that we can work with? Or does it rule this out altogether? Our folks, do we have the right skills? Do we have the enough bandwidth to do even further development of this value stream design? How much further do we want to take it? How much more time and consideration do we want to pour into this? Do we want a resource behind our consideration? Do we need to come to concision, a decision on this? And maybe consensus. Yes, we're going to move forward with this. Or no, this doesn't make sense for us right now. But it sure was interesting when we talked about it. And one of the points is we have a, we have a vehicle. We have a tool for us to vet this out see it, shake it out, have conversations about it in a safe manner, one that are structured, one that are standard, if you will, one that allows us to run all of our collective hands and minds over it to see if it strategically makes sense, if it serves our vision and doesn't in any way impair our current mission. Do we have an implementation plan timeline or a deadline with consideration for this? Do we have the platform capabilities? Or perhaps if it's a, a merger or acquisition, what sort of, what sort of a ball of yarn is that going to be for us? Are our platforms going to integrate if we get that far along in our discussions? Or the projects that are currently in play, if we're again, if we're if we're talking about acquiring another organization or merging with another another partner, another um, another company, do we currently? I mean, how many projects do we currently have active in house? How many do they? What's their structure? What would that do to us and this organization? Heck, what's that going to do to you? Those are all fair questions to consider. And the value stream design is one way. It's one method of putting a framework around things that are fuzzy, that are quickly appearing on the water in front of the ship. We can understand them a bit better. To understand whether or not we need to steer around it all together, oh, this makes no sense. We're not going to have any... Um, you know, time or resource involvement with that. Or, hmm, this looks pretty interesting. This might align very nicely with the vision. Maybe not, maybe not the mission, but the vision, that long-term, where are we going? To grow in size, to grow in reach, to grow into new markets, to get into new products. If we can't develop them on our own, maybe we can acquire them in another way. All those pieces that are required in order to support that, the equipment, the technology, uh, the different, uh, again, locations um, beyond where we currently are. 
So it's a it's a it's a again a tool that allows us to have these discussions in a visual way. Now, how would you do this? You would actually yeah get it out on a, on a on a piece of paper on the wall, and you start sketching these things out, very much aligned, very similar to what you do with some map value stream mapping. Only in this case, you know the types of data that we that we would put in place are not necessarily process related. They're more more surrounding the ideas and the things that we're gathering about this idea. Meaning, you know, what sort of products are we considering? You have some list of that. What sort of markets are they in? What do we know uh, environmentally about this particular um, uh, new product or new service or new technology or the acquisition or the merger? What's everything that we know about them? In the same way that we ask that as evidence for customer, which customer are we talking about? How do we serve them? What's their demand? In this case, we would kind of turn that mirror outward. What can we gather about this? In a benefit for us to make a strategic decision whether or not to advance forward or not, it becomes that first visual step. Again, the power of, of making things visual. Taking things out of thin air, out of news articles, out of news releases, out of press releases, out of phone calls, out of um, you know meets that you might have with your competitors. Maybe it's something coming out of the innovation lab. Maybe it's coming in from something that one of the employees read and they brought it to your attention. Isn't that awesome? Right? Because you've got hundreds of eyes and ears out there. Do we make use of that? And what do we do with that? We go, yeah, uh-huh, that's great. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And then we don't pay any attention. Or do we carry that forward? Now, how often would we have a, a conversation about diagnostic VSD, value stream design? And that one would be, the answer to that one would be as needed. Do you need to go out and look, you know, every week or every month for things that are currently unplanned? No. But it probably wouldn't be a bad idea that in, let's say, quarterly discussions about strategy, that maybe there's... There's a, there's a marker, there's a prompt that's in the agenda that says, is there anything out there that's between us, our current mission, and the horizon in the, and the vision? Is there anything out there floating around that we currently don't see? What's out there in the gap? What's out there? What tells us this? And maybe we spend a bit of time, we say, is it worth turning over there is it worth putting someone in a boat and having going and checking it out and getting back to us you know maybe in a couple of weeks is it worth us investing and in doing some behind the scenes checking is it worth us to deploy you know um, in star trek words in a way team to go check it out to see if this makes sense for what we're doing now all kinds of great things come into play with value stream design. Again, it's a visual way to take and make the make visual things that are currently unplanned. They're outside of what our current strategy is, but still inside that pathway. They're part of the journey. So some things to consider as part of value stream design. Is there any internally produced variation within maybe these new groups? these new products, the new equipment, the new technology, or the mergers. 
can we level incoming workloads to reduce that variation? Can we reduce variation in customer or internal requirements? Oh, that's a hard question. Again, some of these might make more sense after we go, yeah, we want to move toward. We want to take a look at what this new, this new product line might do for us. Or maybe this acquisition over here. Here's a harder prompt. What are the common prioritization rules that are currently in place? How are we going to prioritize this? Where does this fit? When does this, when does this design element become a strategic? When does it start turning into an implementation plan? See, because just like mapping VSM, VSD at some point can turn into, you know what? We need to go move forward with this. And there's a plan. There's power. We decide to give it life. We decide to assign resources to it, people and dates. Now, the, 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 the implementation plan list may not be as long as a, as a value stream map. You know, value stream has 20 to 30 lines, 30, 20 to 30 different improvements. In this case, there might be investigate, identify, isolate, have the conversation in order for us to advance on, is this something we want to do? But a value stream design is different. You wouldn't look at it week over week, month over month, probably from quarter to quarter. It can be once an implementation plan is, has, has started to form, it can start to weave into part of your strategic conversations. Now, at what, what level, what cadence, I guess it depends entirely on how, what, what priority you give it, which is why that question is there. Do we have prioritization rules in place? We talk about concentrating on your top three. Okay, maybe you got one that's already down. It's, you know, we're in quarter three. One of the top three has already been satisfied. We are winning. We are ahead. We have solid green on the board that we're taking a look at. It's time for something new. What else can we consider? Oh, we've had this new thing appear in the gap that we might want to move forward with. Who's working on that now? And we follow up on that from week to week. Why? Because now it's a new strategic priority along with perhaps maybe some project works that go along with it. Other considerations are technology. Is our technology again going to match up? Do we have redundancies or things um, you know redundant? Um, is, is our current technology fully utilized or our systems can they be interconnected to optimize data movement? Do information and management systems align with the activities that we expect from it? I mean this can go very big, and it can move fairly quickly. I've had a number of clients over the years that have utilized VSD for acquisitions especially, and it's a wonderful, again, powerful tool to bring consensus and alignment to purpose. What is the organization going to do to onboard these new, previously un unseen or unpracticed, radical new things? We're taking those things from the unplanned, and with our efforts, with our skills, with our questions, we start wrapping them in a warm blanket of plan, in the new genes we can find at the gap. May you find and use diagnostic value stream design in your work. In the things that lie out front, 
in the things that are maybe around you in those quiet conversations and things that we might consider we might do, we should do, maybe we should look at this. Don't let that put you off. You've got a new tool and a new mechanism to have these conversations with your folks. And may you inspire those people around you.